You say you're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. No, that Adam. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. Awful. Awful. Shouldn't have bothered. Fantastic. Brilliant. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast with me, Jack, filling in for Tom this week, is Dave. Oh, <laughs> good stuff. No, it's only me, Tom. <laughs> it's only me. My grandma used to say that when she'd leave an answer phone message, bless her, on the oh, house phone. It's <laughs> only me. Always come back and press play. You have one new message. Message one. I love to only me <laughs> every time. Was she from Liverpool? Yeah. Was she? Yeah. Oh, you poor man. She's dead now. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's some comfort to you. Well, how are your uh, grandparents? Are they still alive? All dead. I only, dead. Met a, I only met two of them. Mm. Dreadful business. It does make sense because I suppose... Well, they killed themselves when they found out I'd been born. Yeah, very droll. I was going to say that you don't really possess the sort of... I don't know. You come across as someone that's not really been nurtured by a grandparent in life. That's true, because one of them lived in Kent and had their own family, mm. own, own second family, mm. and the other one lived in Ireland. Mm. So, yeah. You've only really ever had divorced parents. Yeah, that's true. And, even and they, me. They don't really like me. Yeah, you're very much... I have been suckling at your teeth, <laughs> affection-wise. For a couple of years now. <laughs> Speaking of answer phone messages, you can actually you can tell you can tell the age of a person instantly when they ring an answer phone because even now they go. My mate's dad rang him once and left a message and went, uh, "Hi Barney, it's quarter to two. <laughs> <I love laughs> like he's that. ringing from a payphone. Yeah. It's your dad. Like he can't <laughs> see. <laughs> it doesn't come up, Dad, and the time." Oh, you silly old people. You silly old... Oh, getting us out of Europe. What are you doing? How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm well. Good. Yeah, keeping uh, keeping everything in check. What does that mean? Just trying not to die, largely. Good. Do you find that? Do you, are... feel, do you feel... Yeah. Do you feel... Okay, so on a spectrum, do you feel more like... Thanks. You're, oh. you're living life to the fullest, or do you feel closer to just trying not to die? No, I know what you mean. Of the spectrum, I do have right? quite a few days when I wake up and all I think all day is just make it back to bed. <laughs> That's mission accomplished. You've done another one. That's fine. One more day. Crossing yeah. off your calendar. Yeah. Crossing off your little Britney calendar like a little prison mate. Mm. An inmate. Yeah. On your little wall. That's good. That's perked me right up. Thank you. Good. Good. Horrible person you are. Just stretched out goblin I'm trying, chair. I'm trying to empathise. <sighs> so forgive me. Um, what's been happening? Nothing really. <laughs> Just do a week. More of that to look forward to on the pod. What have we got coming up? I've got a few here's the things what annoyed me this week. Have you? One of them involves you yeah. and your stupid life you lead. <laughs> My lovely little life. Yeah. There's also dapper laughing news. Of course there is. What have I done? Well, you'll find out, mate. All right. 
Please, yeah. Now you'll tune in for the second link. Next one. Well, I'll probably just go. Up. <laughs> uh, it keeps up at this rate. Might have a bit of classical music. They said it was dead. Is it though? Stay tuned till the end of the podcast. Who's they? The uh, Daily Mail. No, I said that last week because I thought it was because I ran out of time to do it. Oh, sorry, mate. Do you think you'd ever go on Pierce Morgan's Life Stories? You ask me this every three or four weeks. I hope you realise that. Yeah. Yeah. You've now said everything that's ever come into I like it. to think about it a lot, though. Do you? What, yeah. me on it? Uh, yeah. Why? I what, panicking? Know. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> Under <laughs> studio <laughs> lights. He set up like mastermind that show. When they like blow up, they have that big panoramic photo of them, sort of, this is your mm. lifestyle, and it's really blown up, and your face is all too close. It'll just be you having an anxiety attack. There's, oh, there's only a handful of photos of me when I'm not visibly trying to get the camera out of my face. Mm. So you'd have yeah. to pick one of them, I think. But what I like about it, what I, uh, the reason I brought it up again is because I saw this morning that Piers Morgan interviewed Trumpkin. Yeah. What am I thinking of? Sorry. Lord knows. The word. When, like, sort of small fish, big pond kind of thing. Yeah. So Pierce is obviously this, thinks he's all that kind of, he'll put any UK politicians under his thumb and really oh, pressure right. them for questions and stuff. Mm. But I can almost guarantee you when it comes to interviewing the President of the United States, I bet he was a right little Jesse. I bet he was a right suck up. Oh, Mr. President, so nice to see you. Yeah, or do you think he grilled him? No, he wouldn't grill him. He doesn't grill anyone, Piers Morgan. Have you ever seen him? Not? not really. Have you ever seen him talking to that nutter conspiracy theorist bloke in America? I can't remember what his name is. And they ju- it's hypnotic television because they just scream at each other. <laughs> just And you can't make out what's going on. And I think they go for an ad break halfway through <laughs> and the, the bloke, the lunatic, won't stop screaming. Through the ad break? No, we hear him as he's like trying to cue the ads. He's just still shouting about not taking guns away. Wonderful stuff. <laughs> Have you stuff. ever watched uh, that show that's on on Channel Four at the moment? SAS. Who no, dares win? I thought we were going to say Hunted because I have watched that. Have you no, watched no, Hunted? no. The, yeah, yeah. What was you it? You it? who told me about the the nan. Right. In case you haven't seen it, listen, yeah, yeah, I did tell you about this. Yeah. I don't think you said on the pod but basically there's people who sign up and they've got to try and get off the grid for like 25 days or something it's a giant game of hide and seek yeah. with like specialist MI5 people yeah so it's like all the power that they would have just to show I think it's just a deterrent for people to do anything wrong <laughs> or just to instill a bit of fear for the yeah, police yeah it's a big advert for crime watch basically mm. but yeah. like there's bits where a bloke uses a cash point and like three seconds later they get a little ding saying the bloke's used his card in this cash point and stuff yeah and then there's some nan who (laughs) (laughs) bear in mind they're trying to escape MI5 and stuff and like there's loads of people who just camp out in fields and stuff and hide in disused warehouses this nan goes (laughs) goes and gets gets on a National Express coach pays for it with her card (laughs) and then just sits on the coach going oh I wonder no in fact she doesn't she doesn't plan anything for when she She gets there no, so she gets she gets to London or wherever they're going. She gets off the coach. The people are waiting for her, and she sort of just looks around and goes, "Oh, I wonder what I'm going to do now." <laughs> and they're really there, and they book her. It's great. Instantly, yeah, it was really satisfied to watch that yeah. because they tried to they tried to play it up as a sort of so she, it starts out in Manchester. She gets on the coach at Manchester, so they've clocked her like that. Mm. But she buys the tickets to Milton Keynes, which obviously yeah. they know. But she and pays then somehow on a card. She convinced the coach driver not to stop at Milton Keynes but to go on to London 
I know, but, but like, they wouldn't be monitoring the coach. They'd just be stood at Milton Keynes, tapping their feet, yeah. going, any second <laughs> now. Been there 30 minutes ago. But exactly, it's a coach for crying out loud. I know. And they oh, there bless her. What were you going to say about SAS people? You fancy, oh, it's you fancy bit, them, I suppose. It's basically... Oh. Oh, sounds like fuck up your ass and ass. Special air sausage. <laughs> anyway, soldiers are sexy. Oh. <laughs> it's basically lads who want to prove that they're hard enough get mm. taken out to the Middle East by these two former Marines. <laughs> screaming at them does not even cover it. I'm oh. talking about this show is like I've only watched about twenty minutes of it. But I gather it's an hour of just, yeah, I'm gonna kick your head in. Oh, great. There you go, the bleeps. Should I do that again? Sorry. <laughs> you effing, eff, I'm gonna effing kick you to death if you don't get up that effing hill. You've done it like, again now. Right. What's effing right mean? In their, <laughs> right in their faces, screaming at them. Good. And then it cut to the Marines doing a talking head, just going, one of the key parts of being a Marine is control showing discipline <laughs> showing mental stability and strength and it's maybe it's just part of the culture that I don't get but how mentally stable can you be if you're just no, absolutely no. losing your minds at people I like those army adverts where they go are you lonely in that it's a <laughs> sense of belonging sense of friends come go on you don't have to sit in on a Friday night anymore come and kill some civilians what's that advert yeah there's one where one of them they're walking up a hill in the rain and one of them singing and then one goes sounds like a dead cat uh. and, and then they all laugh at him and then he cries you know, <laughs> I never like... joined the army because <laughs> I was lonely find support in the army <laughs> yeah friends well, no, what a dread f- did you really got <laughs> in the army be exposed for everything that you ever feared about yourself right, so join the army that's our TV roundup for the week should we play, play some music? Could we? On with it? Should we? Right, uh, this is Radio Bista, by the way, if you'd like to call in. Uh, 01869222148. Ring in with any queries you've got. If you want to know the weather, just ring in and we'll tell you. Unit 2, Crown Walk, Bista. If you've got any packages or anything. Uh, what kind of packages? I don't know, mate. Whatever you want. <laughs> uh, uh, Anyway, uh, this is Nirvana, Radio Bista. I think you should take that back. Bista's only alternative. It sounds like you're endorsing explosives or something. No, not in Bista. What, just because someone won't let us on the air live <laughs> anymore? I want to blow up. No, it's not for me to say. It's not for me to say. Well, that was a nice one. That was 90s smash hit, A Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Yep. If you haven't heard it, check it out. They're going to go places. <sighs> Good. Top of the charts. They'll be on They'll be on CD UK next week. Do you remember that, CD UK? No. <laughs> We've long it? thought that we'd be great bringing back SMTV Live, didn't we? I stand by that. Yeah. Go, so, so uh, I what, what was it on ITV? Yeah, so uh, we'll fit in a meeting with them probably ITV at some point I'm sure. Who's going to do the Cat Dealy role? Do you think? Um, I don't know. Good question. Uh, Scarlet Moffat I think would be good. That one, Geordie one, funny probably. Just be on the telly and that's a talent. Nah. No. Nah, because a big part of Cat Dealy working was the sex appeal. I think. 
don't you? What is wrong with you? What Sex you mad you are. Me and your mother are so worried. <laughs> sex mad. <laughs> oh. Mad for sex. Radio Bista. And for sound. Bista's only alternative. I was looking just to see if there's any Bista news. And you know we used to talk quite regularly about the great some of the great gigs that Radio Bista hosted. Um, there was yes, a new one. I often look back on them fondly. Yeah. Well, there was a new one that we missed, actually, in December. You're joking. And I can't remember who was playing, you know, like bloodstroke and all the normal ones but they had a tagline with it being christmas and um, that tagline was let's get rocking and fill your stocking which i think is disgusting i don't know disgusting in what respect what, do, what like image does that conjure in your brain like they themselves it sounds like they wanted to go in the toilet and dance with the devil but they didn't get there in time filthy you really are <laughs> you really are a salty goose does, does it annoy you how filthy I am? Because it is a thing that annoyed me this week. Tenuous. Why has this annoyed me so much this week? <laughs> Not your best. <laughs> That's alright. That's alright. Right. You make a jingle. Go on yeah. then, what's annoyed you this week? Other um, than me, obviously. Well, we'll get well, to that. First thing what annoyed me this week is... Well, I tell you, I'm thinking about starting taxes. No, I'm starting. To, I'm thinking about starting smoking again. Don't. No, because I've realised. Well, I knew it all along, but I've really come to realisations this week. Vaping is it's the uncool. least cool thing in the entire world. Why is it taking you I mean, this long? In the sort of fifties and sixties, cigarette companies worked very hard to just make smoking cool, and it worked even to this day. <laughs> I see the people outside work. In that disused bus shelter, huddling together in the drizzle, smoking a B and H down to the letters, <laughs> and you envy them. Well, and yeah, that is what's I do. Fundamentally wrong with your attitude. But I had to go. Another thing, you can't get vape juice anywhere. You have to go to specialist Excuse shops. Excuse me. What do you have to milk to get that? What was that thing in Star Wars called? <laughs> a Wookie. A sea cow. So I had to go. I had to go in this vape shop. Right. Walk in. Right. Walked into this vape shop, just cloudy, filled with vape. Smoke. Was it Vape Town? It was Vape Town, yeah. But can we say, get sponsored, maybe? No, actually, no, after this story. So I went in, just clouds of smoke. It's just a bloke in cargo pants at the, the counter, just talk, talking vape, as you do. Just chat a bit of vape, mate. <laughs> yeah, just come in and chat a bit How much vape. could there be to say on I it? don't know. And he's also got, he's got like his sort of stupid lackey mate who wasn't quite talking, but was just there, I don't know, to protect him. Just sort of <laughs> leaning against the counter. Both of them just smoking their vapes, as you do. Uh, so I had to just go and stand there, even though I was waiting to buy something. And this bloke was just clearly lonely and didn't want to go back to his bed sit. So he was just chatting away. So he's looking at the counter and pointing at stuff and going, what's that do? What's that one? Points to one and the bloke goes, oh, no, you don't want that. It's just exactly the same. It just lights up. And the bloke in the cargo pants goes, oh, that's a bit gay, isn't it? <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then, yeah, it's quite homosexual. And then he turns to me. I hadn't spoken to him yet. And he goes, not that I've got anything against gays. And looks at me. And, yes. Right. And then he goes, oh, political correctness gone mad, isn't it? Bloke behind the counter goes, oh, don't worry, mate, I'll, I'll watch South Park, I'm not bothered about stuff like that. I was like, oh. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't really know. I was th- I half expected him to say Rick and Morty, though. I think that would have suited him more. I don't understand what South Park's got to do with political... 
I don't know, they're not political cor- politically correct or whatever. So that means, Those yeah, guys. Don't mean, I, I hate people who are born certain ways, mate, and they can't help it. Love all that. <laughs> Thinking, right. <laughs> so that went, and then the bloke looked mollified enough to bloke work there, and he went, can I help you? And I went up. Bear in mind, they're smoking these vapes. I don't know if you've seen them. They look like grenades with straws coming out of them. They're no. huge. Right, they've got massive ones, like fists. And I had to take mine out in front of them. <laughs> and it was like being in a gym shower or something. I had to get out my. I didn't realise what a feminine vape I've got. It looks like lipstick. That's okay. Are we still talking about the vape? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then um, yeah, I had to leave. God, it's so embarrassing. Like, and the shop is like bright white, lit up on a dark high street. So people walking past, they might see me. It might have been people I know. Then stop vaping. No one's asking you to. All right, granddad. I'm a granddad, am I? That annoys you. <laughs> Tom is sat there right now, drinking one of those little French beers. Why are you always going on about them? You because can't it's have a racist one. Favorite. The racist favourite. Tom's only drinking them because he got them free from cutting out vouchers from the sun. <laughs> so that's one of the when things. When is your Jet 2 holidays? One <laughs> Jet 2. Well, you only know that reference because you read it, so... <laughs> There you go. Oh. Right, so that's one of the things what annoyed me this week. Yeah. Here's another thing what annoyed me this week. Uh, you. Go on. Right, so we were on the way to a meeting and uh, we're running late, obviously, because it's us and we're also lost in Camden Market. Uh, mm. So I was starting to panic, okay, obviously. Uh, we're trying to find where we're going for this meeting. Jack stops me on the walk to where we were going in the rain and says... <laughs> What do people mean when they say I could through the eye of a needle? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to know. Were you an idiot? You're the one that was talking about needing a through the eye of a needle. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. That came apropos of nothing. (laughs) We're late. We're going to be meeting someone for a panic attack, I think. That's what I did, anyway. You were walking, squeezing your thighs together. No, I weren't. Going, my bowel's full. My bowel's full. (laughs) You said, don't, oh, don't eat that food. Last night, that food, I needed a, needed a toilet load. I had to drop a load. I was like, okay. And then I was like, can we get on with it because we're late? And then you went, hold up. And I thought you had a brainwave about where we were going. And you went, what do people mean when they say you could through the eye of a needle? I look to you for education. <laughs> yeah. So excuse me. You went, Does it mean it's that small? Or yeah. You're an idiot. <laughs> Well, I think I actually think that we need to coin a new phrase for that. What? I don't think that's I don't think that is the easiest way to explain it. What about draining the radiator? Yeah, that's good. I like that. That's yeah. good. Okay. Well, there you go, people. Spread the word. Fill a bucket with it. Yeah. Turn the milk chocolatey. Turn- oh. <laughs> what goes on in that bowl? Oh, yeah, Turn so- the milk chocolate is good. I like that we're on the way to meet to make, I mean, potentially tens of pounds <laughs> at a meeting, and you're still acting like an idiot, Frank Spencer goon. Yeah, that's all right. <sighs> Just keep, keeping spirits up. So, uh, yeah. Tom was a quivering wreck. It was like taking a dog to the vets to be put down. You know what? I, I'm obviously a coward, and I wear that yes. as a badge of honour. And I think it's probably better to be a coward, actually. A so badge maybe, of honour, but the badge is under your jumper. Maybe you're the real coward. But considering I'm such a scaredy cat, I never really have had panic attacks. And yet I nearly had one 
in that thing. Well, you'll know the bit when I do Don't the other one. expose yourself as a coward now. Well, you wouldn't tell me. What if they're listening? You could bear- they had a tripod, they'd barely see the shaking. <laughs> it's fine. And Ultra HD. Actually, I don't think I even told you this. When we were watching Star Wars, I had a, probably the worst panic attack I've ever had. Why? I don't really know. I was, just, I was convinced, right? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be saying this. I was convinced, like to the point I nearly got up and left a few times, that my house was on fire. Is this the bit? Is that why you put your hand on my lap? Is that <laughs> what that was about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I put my hand on my lap because you asked me to. You said you were scared of Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't have taken his shirt off then, should he? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Yeah, so you're an idiot. And then also, to compound that, I missed my train on the way back. Oh, what do you mean? When we were in London. What? Missed, what, missed what train? The train, we got there and there was a train about to go. And for some reason, I didn't have a ticket. So, <laughs> and that's your fault. I missed the train. I had to wait and I had to get back quickly. And Jack very kindly gave the most rubbish offer of help ever. Uh, he no. went, oh, so the train goes to where I live. And you get there 20 minutes early. And I'll happily give you a lift back to Leighton Buzzard where you live. And I was like, okay. And then you went, yeah, I think you paused for about an eighth of a second. (laughs) Then you went, actually, having said that, there's a train coming in about 45 minutes. And you get home just about the same time. I thought it It was 30 minutes. Honestly. And I was right, wasn't I? Wasn't I right? Well, only because you would have delayed when I got back to your garret. Well, that would have taken 20 minutes. Then it would have taken... Don't do the maths. Thirty mate. minutes from there. It's the point that you. I think you let a bit of kindness shine through, and I think you no. scared yourself instantly. I don't think that happened. Yeah, you, know, you open up and then you shut like a clam. <laughs> no. Disgusting. Like a Venus flytrap. So I had to kill thirty Ooh, minutes on my own in Lu- London Euston Station. I bet you got anally assaulted. Went to get a coffee, and the barista gave me a girl called Laura's coffee called me Laura four times. I said, I'm not Laura. And she <laughs> thrust it into my hand. And then I had to take it. And then I was so scared that Laura was going to be there that I just ran out. And then I had to, I was carrying the coffee cup with the Laura to my chest. So I didn't, in case Laura thought I was a thief and it wasn't even my fault. And that was my day out in London. <laughs> you do look like, you would suit Laura as a name. I think I'm not a Laura, I'm a boy. Dad. Right, shall I tell you what annoyed me about that? Yeah, one little sec. trip out. Yeah, go on, do tell. Go on, what did I do wrong? Let my feelings show. So I let you there. in. I've stood there on the platform for the train while the little nuclear family has a little tantrum beside me. Oh, t- I know what Mum you're Mum looking say. down at the kids going, Shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. I thought, oh, that oh, do you remember Family Days Out? Yeah. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, horrendous, horrific times. Oh, let's go to a museum. That'll be nice. Yeah. We're going home now. Let's see how long we can not hate each other. <laughs> we can get to the train. <laughs> Though you and I are not dissimilar, I suppose. Well, no, because I told you what carriage I was in and you got in the wrong carriage and then started to blame While me. While I was on the platform, Tom, phone lights up. Tom, I'm in coach A. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I did, I don't know if you noticed, but I did a Twitter poll about Yeah, I did, because my phone was buzzing like, I love egg. The people have spoken. With people going, why has the content slipped if, on this Twitter page? Any decent, level-headed human being would be stood on that platform and think, oh, Coach A, at the front of the train. So granny. off I trundle to the front, 
get on. Ooh, yes, give my ticket over to the nice man. Yeah. And you're not there. No. Yeah, where, my coach takes Tom. Where are you? I'm in a hen party. I'm next. I don't to know. A hen how, party. I don't know how this has happened, but I'm wearing a tiara, <laughs> and I've got knickers on. Look, there was a letter I'm A. Drinking prosecco on the by the bottle. And then, well, right, okay, maybe I did make a mistake. I hold my hands up. But well then done. I was texting Jack, Aren't trying to brave? tell him where I was sat, and he just refused to move. I didn't refuse to move. I went down the train to the point where there was so many people that it was like a blockade, and I thought, my options are stay where I am, or sort of, excuse me, excuse me, no, excuse me, please, excuse me. And you chickened out. Yeah. You chickened out. Yeah. Yeah, you chickened out. Yeah. Well, so who's the real coward? Yeah. I bet you had a panic attack about how burn it down. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, so I'm I sorry just... that that happened to you, though, mate. You should have said. Uh, to be honest, I would have rather. My I'd house... have t- if you'd have gone. I'd rather my house had burnt down than Luke had gone out like that. If, you, if you'd have turned, to me, Jack, I think my house might be burning down. I'd have gone, Shut up! We're <laughs> watching Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'd, so I had to sit on that train. I diligently saved you a seat. I gently put a copy of the Metro. What with on that the bomb next bag to next to you? Yeah, I was also next to a bomb. And I just sit there like a war widow, just going, "Oh, any day now, he'll be back to me. He'll come." Oh, sorry, no, you can't sit there. My friend's coming to sit next to me. No, you like can't. A sit lunatic. There. No, he's already sat there. You can't <laughs> see him. He's, he's just gone to the toilet. <laughs> he's got piles. I don't. Did you say that? Right. Well, anything else annoys you? Um. Not especially. I wanted to bring something up with you, though, more to just get your opinion on it, really, and perhaps the listeners' thoughts. So I went to I went to Tesco the other day, and I got out of my car, and as I got out, a woman, oh, I don't know how old she was, perhaps 60. Can I so. just interject quickly? Every time you've done this feature, here's the thing that annoyed me this week, uh, you've mentioned women. Are you noticing a trend? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good. I try and keep it up. So she was she was getting into her car as I was getting out of mine. What's this going to be? Disabled base of annoyed you. I was wearing this coat right here. Yeah. Observe. It's a green anorak worn by an anorak. How did you know that's what I was about to say? Really? She turned to me and said, Oh, I like your green anorak. It makes a difference from all the black ones. What? Oh no! She was wearing a blue coat. Oh no! You've got to remember where you are. So we're, I, I we're in the home of the EDL. I mean, what, what, whatever about the? I don't. We could go into what she meant about the black ones. I Wait, don't is know. that is is that the most racist thing you heard this week? Yes, yes chance to possibly. hear that again. What's the most racist thing you've heard this week? An anorak. Do you think? I think any coat that a geek wears. Now, is see, an I did, I did, I did some research, and he's a. Oh, look at you! English Oxford Dictionary uh, describes like... an anorak as a noun, a waterproof jacket, typically with a hood, of a kind originally used in polar regions. Right. Or a study, a studious, 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 you. I thought so. A studious or obsessive person with unfashionable and largely solitary interests. Yeah. 
There's a green and a red. Because you're but, wearing green. But that... I think that's more you than and me. And he's got a coat on. Oh! oh there you go. And then the Cambridge Dictionary des- oh, defines an anorak <laughs> as usually Parker, a short coat that protects the wear- wearer against wind, rain, and cold weather, usually with a part for covering the head. Parker's not. Or a, a Parker's boring- not a short coat. A-, a boring person who is too interested in the details of a hobby and finds it Glance difficult me. to meet and spend time with other people. <clears throat> Well, you can try and call me an anorak, mate, but you were called an anorak. She said, I like your green anorak. Yeah, she said that's your girlfriend. <laughs> well, she was calling her green. No. Despite the fact that she wasn't even there at the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I don't know, mate. Don't have a go at the old people. I did. I coisted on it for 35 minutes. Can I just say, in the glory days when you were single and desperately lonely, mm. you accounted that as a date. I did get in her car. Oh, why do you have to be like that? She wanted someone to take her home. So that annoyed you, did it? Getting insulted by old women. No, she was perfectly pleasant. It just, I... I'm undecided about the definition of anorak. Right, have you got any other dictionaries? Stay tuned, we might find another dictionary. So, those are the things what annoyed us this week. Why has this annoyed me so much this week? you like some more music? No. Oh, good. Uh, this is what the swear word right now by Tyler the Creator. <laughs> what? I like it. Radio Mister. I'm not crazy. I'm... That was Tyler the Creator with one of his songs, which I believe is a remix of a previously released song. It's very troubled. There you go. I know. He's quite angry, isn't he? Maybe that's what I'm into with music. If we had a bit of Kurt Cobain's. He's very angry. He's dreadfully angry. You can be quite angry, though. No, not me, mate. Not angry me. Not me. <laughs> I'm not as angry anymore. I just can't be bothered. No energy. Well done. Yeah. Apart from at work. Oh, viciously angry. Why? With oh, who? The world. <laughs> no, the right, meat mate. is. Don't worry about me. Will you shut up, all right? Jesus okay. Christ. Are you ready for some dapper last news? Yeah. This is Dapper Laughs Newsbeat. She knows. That makes up for here's the thing what annoyed me this week, doesn't it, really? Uh, so, in case you're a new listener, and I God have mercy on your soul. Yeah, they won't have made it this far. Uh, <laughs> celebrity Big Brother this year has been described as Celebrity Big Brother Year of the Woman. It's a new feminist uh, female equality take on popular previously show Big Brother. The dawn Um, of a new age. Exactly. Uh, So amongst the housemates was a young man called Daniel O'Reilly, also known as Dapper Laughs. As he calls himself that rape joke comedian. Now... Dapper it doesn't have quite the same ring to it. No, I know it's not as catchy. I don't think. No, you wouldn't be a Vine superstar with that. I don't think. Anyway, he's well. an he was an internet celebrity and comedian, and then ugh, for some reason, some squares, some libtards in the new media said, <laughs> "It's not okay to make jokes about raping women." 
so he sort of dropped out of public consciousness for a bit, and then lo and behold, he's back in Celebrity Big Brother. Thank God. And you're thinking, hold up, Channel Five, what's going on? It's meant to be pro women this show. He's putting a man who talks about rape, but hold up, because he said he's changed. He's now uh, has a baby bird with a bird of his own, so it's changed things. Um, and we've been looking every week to see if has he actually changed or has he maybe not changed. I think results are inconclusive so far. Well, hopefully we get something more concrete. Yeah, he's had a much quieter week this week, almost like he's um, learning his lesson about not saying appalling things when you're being filmed. <laughs> But there was one bit that I'd like to draw your attention to. So it was eviction night the other day. Eviction night the eviction other day. Night. It was eviction. You. What? That's perfectly true, that sentence. <laughs> and I will fight anyone who says otherwise. Stripped to the waist win. in a car park. Uh, Dapper Last was up for eviction. And on Big Brother, well, on eviction night, they go, and up for eviction, Dapper Last. And then they hear the crowd reaction. And a few people cheered him. And so he was very happy about that because he'd gone back in... He'd gone back in public life to sort of clear his name. Uh, yeah, he enjoyed it. So here's him discussing that reaction. And he also, he, he, he's quite considerate and he thinks about someone else's feelings towards the end, which is a bit I want to discuss. So here he is uh, discussing eviction night with a fellow celebrity. I think, I can't remember which one it is. I think it might be Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah. Um... No, it's not. It's not Michelle Obama. It is a woman who used to be in Coronation Street. Ah, here it is. There you are. You see, Dan, you got a few yells out there. I know. I was very, very surprised. No, actually, that's what you need. That, that's what I needed to, to yep. sort of yep. keep me motivated. So, yeah, I was surprised there actually. There you are. You got your public validation. Yep. That's it. Yeah, there so, you are. Don't blow it. So now let's just enjoy it. I am amazed at genuine. I must say, amazed. What you really? Yeah, two reasons. One, the love interest with Ashley, which I thought would ensure him against eviction. Uh, the other is just I thought the fan base would be bigger. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do with the bed situation now, but... Um, well, we needn't worry till tomorrow, I wouldn't yeah. have thought. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, str I'm struggling to sleep in that double, but I'm not, I'm not fussed, but it makes sense, I guess, for Ashley to come in now. I don't know. Well, Ashley and Malika, we can't leave you... We can't leave one girl in a room yeah. full of men. But anyway, yeah, it doesn't have to be tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... No, no, it's all right. I'll keep my PJ bottoms on. <laughs> he did actually say that. But, um... Yeah, so that's definitely last. Um, getting motivated by a few <laughs> toss parts out in the rain, <laughs> cheering him, which is good. Uh, and very kindly, he's such a selfless bloke because like he's struggling with being away from his child. His dad recently died, but he's thinking about this girl Ashley because her romantic interest had just been evicted. And Dapper last, even though he loves sleeping in a massive double bed, he's she, more than happy if she hops in with she him she probably needs some company I know exactly just warm her up a bit oh he's so loving and caring <sighs> yeah so I mean despite having a wife and a newborn child at home he gallantly offers to share his bed with an attractive young lady which I think is heartwarming <laughs> <laughs> oh god faith restored <clears throat> Uh, yeah then also that young lady I'm trying to find a clip of this but I can't find it anyway because I think Channel 5 have I don't know crystal narked it from the internet uh, that's probably not an appropriate term <laughs> no I don't think it is I don't know why I said that um, you're going to leave it in though aren't you? I didn't say that if you're listening Jack did uh, so that's <laughs> not how that works so this young lady and another young lady Dapper was talking to them the other day and he was asking them just to have interest, just make conversation. He's polite to ask yeah. a lady about 
her interest. He asked them if they would, uh, if they'd consider going out with him if he was single and stuff. Sure. Which fine, normal question for a married man to ask. Uh, <laughs> he said it. He said that, and they both said no instantly. Uh, so he called them f***ing lesbians, which is good. All bound to say something a bit silly. I mean, the cameras are on him twenty four seven. You can't just be saying not sexist things. I know all the time. It's tough to go twenty four hours at a time without using gay or lesbian as an insult towards someone who's straight. Yeah. It's difficult. It's tough. Yeah, it's a dangerous playground maybe out there. Maybe he thought maybe he thought that they were lesbians, and what he was saying was good for you. Yeah, maybe he was go, saying go and les off with each other. Let me watch. Surely anyone who doesn't find my swollen face attractive <laughs> must swollen. Yeah, you haven't seen him, mate. Good I lord, you've seen him. So yeah, that was pretty much it for Dapper uh, this week. Dapper himself. So he sort of well, okay, I don't really know what to think. Maybe he has changed. Or maybe he hasn't changed. But we'll be keeping up with that. But one of the arguments against sort of his comedy in the first place was that saying inflammatory things and that, regardless of what his intent was, uh, it can be misconstrued and it can influence people who are you know young, easily led, or incredibly, incredibly Gay. stupid. Don't say that, mate. It's making a good point. It's building up to a crescendo. Oh. Oh. What do you mean? In your trousers. Oh, you don't even know what that means, do you? What, a crescendo in your trousers? Your crescendo, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so with that in mind, that idea of um, influencing people, here is uh, one of Dapper Laugh's mates in the big warehouse talking about Anne Widdicombe. Handle it how you want to handle it. Yeah, handle how you want to handle, but I just, my advice is just don't do your own character a disservice because of someone else. She's probably not even thinking about it. She's probably not even thinking about it now because it's just how she is. You know. She's she says, Andrew. It's an old lady. Sorry, she's a who's an old lady. Uh, that word was if you were wondering, she couldn't hear. Who's an old lady? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's so. What what is the uh, what is the derogatory? She's a <laughs> who's an old lady. We don't keep saying it. What is the what does the old lady bit, Matt? Well, no, he said that. So, so she does put, that make does that make being a c word worse is that what he's implying no I think they didn't know which C word it was so we had to narrow down the options I see. no so Anne Widdicombe had nominated him for eviction and he um, called her a C word this bloke said come on mate she's an old lady as in maybe don't say that about old women <laughs> and they went sorry I mean, sorry thought, mate I mean, an old thought, lady oh, sorry I should be more specific yeah yeah, right. yeah sorry no you're right yeah. there you go that was Dapper Laughing News for this week good one probably this is Dapper Laughs Newsbeat. She knows. <laughs> I thought I'd lost it. Never, ever. <laughs> I think it's all over. Uh, right. Should we have some music? I don't know, is it classical or is it normal? Not quite yet. This is Old Man by Neil Young. Radio. <laughs> bit, 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 Bista. Is it really? Yeah, what's wrong with that? No, I quite like it. Old <laughs> take a look at my life. <laughs> I'm an old <laughs> like That was Neil Young with Old Man. Yeah. Yes, we all grow to become the things we despise, don't we? Do you find that? What does that mean? Well, just you, I think in youth you grow up actively trying to not be like your parents, but it all comes home to roost, doesn't it? 
Do you yes. not find? Well, I'll I think you're long, definitely. From what I've heard about your dad, you're definitely becoming more like your dad. What? Because I'm sat down here, touching drunk, kids, drunk as a skunk, saying the c word. Don't say touching <laughs> kids, mate. Right? Not even once. What about? Well, I have said it once. What about Logan Paul's new suicide film? What's it oh, called? I quite su- liked it. Suicide. Not even once. I quite liked it. You like? You watched it? Did you? Uh, not really. Yeah. I sort of skimmed through it. You know, that 15 second skip thing I just did yeah. that a few times sorry he had his well I watched a bit of it and then he's got his own apology in the beginning do you know what my favourite bit was go well, on some highlights number one he had a haircut so yeah that was good sensible demure I'm sorry haircut I'm sorry haircut I've changed you can yeah, see it yeah. in my haircut like when David Beckham shaved his head exactly same thing same mm. thing or perhaps when you've passed on from this life and the morgue cut your hair for you, ready for the funeral. You know, your hair carries on growing after you're dead. There yeah. you go. Look yeah. it up, kids. We're not just here to make you laugh. Highlight number two. Logan sat skimming stones across a pond. Yeah, you said about that. Plaintively <laughs> just sat skimming pebbles. <laughs> it's all content, mate. Who, who is he now? Yeah, the, I don't know. What? Yeah, Some sort of, like, sage... I know, yeah. Contemplating the very fabric of our existence. Me and then Sylvia Plath's out there trying to kill herself. And he bonks on the head. And then he starts another apology. So I didn't I react with humour to do it. I'm sorry. And then he does a Sylvia Plath documentary. And then it keeps going. Just to be clear. So this is the this is the series of events. Logan videos dead body. Laughs. Internet replies saying, come on, you really shouldn't laugh at that. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. He then realises is bad, not funny to do what he done. No. And he's now, like, reborn? Well, I want to see how long... Like, I think it's a bad move. Within a few weeks? Well, because I think by the time... If he just stayed underground for six months, genuinely mm. just everyone would have forgotten, I think. Highlight number three, him petting a dog. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> it's heartwarming. Well, just, I mean, right. I, I don't, unlike you, I don't mind the idea of him coming back if it is, like, just for this one-off video, like a, a, last, I don't, I don't, a last time in concert thing. But where he's, <laughs> but where like he's John, genuinely passing on information about suicide prevention, right? I don't mind that. That's fine. Yeah, but but don't editorialise and sensationalise no, it yeah. by having him petting a dog. I don't want it to be like a docu-soap where he and, goes on an adventure. It should be like a, like, a, like a public service announcement of just him going, don't do it talk to someone the thing that annoys me is the petting the dog thing is what? the sort of a director or editor or him whoever going well let's put this in because it makes me look like a good person and like I've changed yeah. that's, well, that's the, the whole point. thing mate but no it shouldn't be the point of the whole thing well of course it? not but that's my point about the whole yeah. thing that it's a stupid vanity project like everything like this podcast like yeah exactly <laughs> but like he wouldn't he wouldn't have produced a documentary about suicide awareness if he wasn't in it do you know what I mean he wouldn't have funded it for an independent company to make one that's true yeah well I was thinking about killing myself and I did think the only thing that would stop me it's would Logan be... Paul stopping making videos no Logan oh, Paul telling me not to do it the irony well yeah uh, 
Yeah. Anyway, in lighter news, I was watching a show this week called uh, Just Tattoo of Big Us. Big tits for... <laughs> Just Tattoo what of Us. What was that video your mate was watching? <laughs> so, I just, what was it? Tell me. So my mate... We were going to my mate's house for t- in <laughs> in the crazy this. days for pre-drinks, yeah? Yeah. Turns out... A couple of pre's. <laughs> turns out, if you're in the middle of watching a pornographic video and you just shut the laptop <laughs> lid as your mate, he gets annoyed every time I tell this on... In <laughs> turns out if you shut your laptop lid <laughs> if your friends come around pretty much immediately afterwards to open the lid to play some music perhaps then the pornographic video will keep playing so we turned up thought oh put some music on while we're having a few beers oh, yeah. yeah it's a With Friday yeah, yeah why not open it <laughs> open the lid and there's a video playing called Big Wet Butt <laughs> and brother they were <laughs> wet butt <laughs> That sounds my favourite. And his defence was, I didn't, I don't even look at the title. Uh, I, was just, <laughs> I was looking at the pictures. Yeah, all right. I like the use of the word butts. Yeah, I know butts because like it's kind of like childish, it. isn't it? Yeah. Like it's MC Hammer. Not yeah. MC Hammer. Um, um, so Nick's a lot. Yeah. Not with same diff. Anyway, I was watching a show called Just Tattoo of Us. Appalling, appalling television. Some of the worst TV I've seen. No, but Seminal. Like, no, I like bad stuff like that where you just get idiots on to humiliate themselves. But it's so badly produced. It's like an hour long. And you could <laughs> you could just cut out all the crowd. I just want to see the stupid tattoos and people getting angry. You could do 30 an episode. Easy. Do you think you're in any kind of position as the editor of this podcast to criticise other people. <laughs> you don't know. By the time this goes out, depending on how drunk I am, this could be 30 seconds long. <laughs> or I could lose it all in post, as is my want sometimes. Anyway, so basically, two people go on and they get to choose a tattoo for the other person, design it, then it gets tattooed without the person knowing, and they reveal it, and then go, oh, no. <laughs> this bloke went on with his sister, and his sister gave him this tattoo, he revealed it, and it was a picture of two men getting off. Whereabouts then, on his bodice? I think it was on his thigh. Right. And it just took a picture of two men getting off in a loving embrace. And then underneath <laughs> it just said porn. So, gay porn. So I think that's weird anyway. Like, a weird little dingbat. <laughs> like a traffic sign. Yeah. Case 120 yard gay porn. Uh, and then he was like, no, that's not funny. Oh, I can't believe you've done that. And the host was like, why, why? He was like, oh, because last year I did a, I did a gay porn. <laughs> I did a gay. <laughs> and then we were like, right, well, okay, what happened? And he was like humiliated about it. And he told me, he went, oh, I just sat in this room masturbating while people filmed me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, it's yeah, not, I know, gross. Yeah, that's not gay porn. No, it's not it? gay porn, is it? It's a bloke sat in a room masturbating. Take from that what you will. I don't. It's not innately homosexual, though, is it? I don't think. Also, no. the state of that bloke. I don't know who's watching this stuff. Just some spotty bloke from Essex going oh. <laughs> spit up belly worms onto his thigh. And maybe he thought it was gay porn because the people, the crew around him, were also masturbating. <laughs> maybe and he didn't understand. I mean, that we they could, weren't we on could debate. We could debate for <laughs> forever. <laughs> could we? Maybe we'll do a spin-off pod. Uh, <laughs> what went on? Was in this that gay? Pod. Right, let's stop. let's have some classical music. Let's what kind of jingle would you do for that item? I don't know. This is a piece of classical music that, um, yeah.
this is the part of the show we play some classical music we try and elevate stuff after the filth that Jack's been spouting oh, um, this week's piece of classical music that we'll ruminate on uh, is the third and most famous movement of Sweet Bergamasque one of the most famous <laughs> piano suites by Claude Debussy Sweet Sweet what? <laughs> Sweet Burger Masca. Sweet Burger Masqua. Sweet Burger Masca. <laughs> no, it's sweet My like a sweet. On fire. Like a like a sitting room sweet. Not like a sweet. sitting room. Yeah, what you, do you are call such it? a What do you call it? A lounge, you middle class twit. Come into my sitting room. Can you I get you some bovril? Come into my boudoir. Oh, would you like yeah. an egg? And crack one into oh. a glass. Moncasa. <laughs> So, yeah, one of the most famous piano suites by Claude Debussy. While it is not known how much of Suite was written in 1890, it is clear that Debussy changed the names of at least two of the pieces. Uh, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Why are you laughing so much at that? Uh, and here it is in D major. It's Claire de Lune, a.k.a. In the Light of the Moon. Oh, You're going to love it. <laughs> it's a good one. It's be quiet. Stop. Keep an eye out in 2018 for Claude Debussy and his sweet, sweet burger <laughs> Sweet, sweet burger nips. Uh, thank you. What? Is... <laughs> thank you very much for listening. I'm so sorry as ever. Let's get you to the hospital, mate. Um, we're gonna get you the best doctors. No, don't worry. We're gonna take good care of you. Uh, we are part of hashtag two pods a day. Oh, uh, God. A wonderful campaign highlighting fantastic against, independent podcasts and this one. Other uh, races. In the months of January and February. So if you like other podcasts and listen to something like that, then check out hashtag two pods a day on their website and all social media channels. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, mate. Watch our sketch as well, it's good, probably. Could be. Yeah. Well, if you like this and your taste, I'll see. Question your elbow. Bye. Bye.